Welcome back home, baddie. Welcome back to dun, 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 Be a Better Baddie. I am your podcast host, Quenisha, and this podcast is your guide to, of course, help you become a better baddie. I am your cheerleader, your coach, your teacher, and your fellow baddie here to help you navigate through life's ups and downs as a more self-aware baddie. So what I will say is I'm happy to be back here. Like as I was getting my setup set up, I was like, okay, set up. <laughs> but this is my second time recording this because as I was recording it the first time, I was like, something's off with the sound. Like I just sounded so bland and I didn't know why. But apparently the microphone that I have has a true front and back. I thought that microphones were 360, but they not, sis. So what had happened was I was recording from the back and I was like, I can't hear myself. Like I cranked up the volume. I was playing with like all the little sound stuff on my recording thing. Nothing helped. And I looked at my microphone after recording for like 20 minutes and was like, something's off. It was, a, it was, it was backwards. So initially I was like, I'm not doing it again. F that. But I recorded it again. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. So I'm back. I took a break, of course, as you know, you should know. But it was a good break. And I must say, as I was looking at my like podcast listening stats and even my Instagram stats, I had this one of my reels go like semi-viral. So that's exciting. But the podcast stats were still going. And I was like, who are these good sisters still listening to my podcast while I'm gone? I wasn't expecting that. I was very shocked. Like, it looked like every every week, I would say, when I checked it, like, just, yeah, once a week, it still looked like I had released an episode. Like, that's how many people were listening to previous episodes. So, that was that was very heartwarming. Like, welcome new baddies who have found the podcast during that time of break which I think yeah we're definitely going to touch on that and like why that was so impactful but yes welcome to the podcast so what did I do during the break I traveled I went on I went to go see one of my besties my bae my husband my wife they know who they are you know they're gender neutral so I'm gonna go see bae And then I had a work trip that sucked a lot of life out of me. And I had to recuperate after that. Then I had my birthday to plan. So today I'm coming to you as a woman, straight up, straight up and down, coming to you as a woman, 30 years old, fresh 30, five days in the game. What's up? Okay, let's get it. Okay, I thought so, per. So that was fun. Had three days of celebration. So... Now I'm back with all this, these years of knowledge, 30 years of knowledge (laughs) and experiences to help you be a better baddie. So I want to jump into today's episode. It's, It's a very fitting topic. And as I was writing it, I was like, yes. And today we're talking about seasonal living, living in seasons, not thinking that every single day, every single year, every single month should look the same. And this is important for me, a high achiever, because 
I can be so hard on myself. Like if I'm not, if I didn't have a full productive day, sometimes I'm like, dang, what did I do? What did I do? And resting was a thing, you know, actually sitting and taking in ideas. That's a thing. But it took me a while to actually, I guess, validate the other parts of my life. Like I only validated the productive phases. Um, so we're going to talk about all the different phases now, by no means do I consider myself a perfectionist. And I think that perfectionists don't truly do not value all the phases of life as I was going through it. But even athletes, if you think about it, they think about, yeah, think about the, the year in an athlete, like no day looks the same. Like they are in season sometimes they are off season sometimes they are working out and conditioning themselves sometimes they're doing different things and sis you should too our lives are multi-dimensional and the sooner you realize that the sooner you'll be happier and you'll be on your way to becoming a better baddie that's that's the moral of the story really but let's talk about the different seasons of life. And I don't know if it, seasons is the word that I want to use or phases because I feel like you can experience one quote unquote season one day and then the next day it'd be another. But let's talk about it. The four phases of life that I'm going to talk about is being productive, enjoying the fruits of your labor, reflection, and supporting others. So I'm going to go into more detail, of course. Stay with me. Okay, so some parts of our lives require us to work because of the obvious reason. Life is work. Now, if you are one of the baddies who say they do not dream of labor, I get it, sis. I get it. But we live here in America, so we sort of low-key have to work. Now, work can look different ways. That can mean actually a physically demanding job. It can be a desk job. It can be this podcast. It could be you recording reels all day. You know, anything is a job. So all of those things that you want to grow in and you want to be better in, those are the things that you want to strive to be productive in and not busy. So let's talk about this distinction because some of y'all be busy, busy bodies, straight busy bodies and not, not doing the right thing. So let's get it together. I found these wonderful distinctions from the Digital Marketing Institute, which of course this will be linked on the blog. So go through there, click through there. If you want to read these, this article was very great, but this is what I pulled from it. So being busy is frantic while being productive is focused. Being busy is fueled by perfectionism while being productive is fueled by purpose. Being busy is about working harder while being productive is about working smarter. Being busy is about being good at everything, while being productive is about being great at a few important things. The writing is in the sand. Which one should we be? Productive, okay? Now, in the productive season of your life, you could either, you could feel great because you know that you're working towards a particular goal, 
or you can feel like crap because you don't see the end. I feel you. I've been in both. I've felt both ways before. And all I could say is do what works for you. I'm not going to tell you to keep pushing through to be productive because productivity can turn into busyness and then busyness can turn into burnout. So it is up to you. Listen to the rest of this episode and see what you should do next if you are feeling that your productivity isn't being effective. The next season of life is enjoying the fruits of your labor. Enjoying. You put in all the work. You've achieved this goal. You, 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 hit, you hit that milestone, baby girl. But the reason I've included this one is because I feel like I sometimes need to force myself to enjoy the fruits of my labor. Sometimes when I hit a particular milestone or achieve my goal, I immediately move the goalpost. I'm like, all right, well, if I could do this, then I can do the next one. But in this, in this one, I think that mostly enjoying the fruits of your labor is doing that nothing. And that is not endorsed in our society. That is not appreciated when you see people doing nothing. But celebrate yourself and just sit in it for a second. Just sit in it. Um, and the way you even get to this, because I think that there are steps to getting to that point of celebrating yourself. And that, for me, has been keeping track of those things. So I'm going to talk about like what I do in work to do that and then also what I do in my personal life but they're kind of the same thing keep a list y'all know I love a list a list is my friend a notebook who an app who I got it and guess what I got on both of them a list a list so at work um I feel like sometimes I felt like in the past my supervisor never saw like what I did other than what they saw right but I, of course, was doing things, but they cannot follow me all day long. So I started keeping a list of all the things I had done, especially like, you know, it's not my supervisor's responsibility to keep up with all the things that I've done all year. Like, I I need to bring that to her, right? So I made a list of like all the milestones I hit and like all the achievements I had made throughout that that year. And when it came time for my performance review, like there's a space for us to, you know, kind of like say, I think I deserve this because I did X, Y, and Z. I think I deserve this because I did X, Y, and Z. This is where I feel like I can improve. Like basically like a end of your reflection that you send into your supervisor, they get to look at it and say, oh, I agree with that. Oh, I didn't know that. Blah, blah, blah. And this was the first year I did this and it was the best year ever because I was like it was good for me first because I was able to actually sit back and look at all the things that I did do and what I will do what I'm doing this year is doing it during the time like it was more so an end of year rush kind of thing like me thinking through but keep track of all the things that you do accomplish and in my personal life it's the same thing so I call this my done list d-o-n-e So on my done list at the end of each month, I'll write down all the things that I've done. 
So at the end of the year, when it's time for me to reflect, because y'all know I love a good reflection, I will go back and look at what I did during the year. And I'm like, okay, sis, you did that. Now my done list, my brag sheet. Okay. So what I call it for work is my brag sheet and my personal list is called my done list. My brag sheet was influenced by my done list. So it, I did in my personal life and it filtered over. Now, this is for us to even get to the point where we feel like we've done something worthy of celebrating. I don't know if this is you as well, but for me, I, like I said, when I do hit a milestone, when I do achieve something, I move that goalpost, right? Because I feel like that was easy. I need to do another one. That way of thinking is very dangerous because you never appreciate yourself in the past. I did not appreciate myself. I did not think I did a good job. I think I did what I was supposed to do because I'm supposed to do the right thing. Why, why, like high school graduation, I, I regret not making that a huge deal. Like, of course I was gonna graduate high school. Like, why are we celebrating this? Like, I, can, can we move on? It didn't mean a big, it wasn't anything to me. And, it's still a piece of me is still kind of like you're supposed to graduate high school like why are we making a huge deal out of this but for some people it may be a huge deal and that's okay that's okay um enjoy the fruits of your labor that's a wonderful season i think this is the season that i'm in it but it's short-lived it's going to be short-lived because we live in America and you cannot enjoy things for too long. It's time to keep it moving. Um, reflection and learning. So in this phase of your life, it's reserved for you to grow and reflect, not build. Just taking information and reflect in the past. Just thinking about what you did in the past, evaluating that thinking about the future, writing things down. Like this is the part of your life where you should be like, this is what I want to do. You're, you're, yeah, you're, you're setting those goals for yourself, right? You are thinking about what you did, what you did wrong, what you did right, what you want to do more of, what you want to do less of. I like to reserve a little time at the end of every month to do this. So I don't necessarily think it's a whole seasonal thing. Like you shouldn't be, ref maybe you should, maybe you should. I can't tell you what to do. Maybe you should be reflecting for three months. I don't know. Yo no sé. Do what you need to do. But I wouldn't say that this is a lazy part because reflecting and learning is a very active process. So taking in information is a process, but you're not doing those things. You're not really putting things into action. So I think that could be the lazy part, you know? Um, so it brings me back. I'm thinking about like when I was applying for a bunch of jobs, right? I was applying to jobs left and right, networking on LinkedIn, in the thick of it. And I kept getting ghosted, rejected. They weren't hiring anymore. The, it, it was everything, right? So I just stopped. And I had to reflect on it. I'm a firm believer 
And what is for you is for you and what isn't just isn't. So if I wasn't having any luck with any jobs, knowing my qualifications, knowing the steps that I took to network, etc., I felt like it wasn't the right time for me to look or maybe I was looking at the wrong jobs, etc. So I had to really stop and think about what did I want out of a career because this was also I didn't want to move out of desperation either. There are so many people desperately finding new jobs and I would hate to have found a new job because I was desperate or anything like that. And I'm going to talk about in the next episode as well. Like, oh, y'all get ready. But I didn't want to be desperate for anything. So I actively stopped and I reflected, like, what do I want? Like, I'm, I have all these different influences. You have the TikTok tech girlies saying, come with me. I get my nails done in the middle of the day. Then you have my 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 current job where complete opposite of TikTok ultimate girly but I like what I not like I love what I do you know like I this is my life's work right here do I want to grow in my current role do do the things that I'm applying for ultimately align with my long-term goals am I just looking for a what am I looking for do I want to move like I was applying to out-of-state jobs so I really had to stop and just really just sort through my thoughts because just doing things, I was being busy, it wasn't helping me. And God knew that, the universe knew that, that's why nothing was working out for me. So I actively stopped and I focused on me. What did I want and what did what did I want to do, you know? And if people around me kept asking, like, you know, why was the people around me kept asking, like, oh, how's the job search going? How's the job search going? And I had to tell them, like, I wasn't looking anymore. Like, and I know that that I feel like sometimes that also had a negative connotation to it. When I told people, I was like, I'm not looking anymore. Like, because it sounds like I'm settling for what's here or I I felt defeated or, you know, like it just has a negative connotation to say, I know I was pursuing this thing, but I stopped. And it's just because it wasn't in alignment with me anymore, especially after thinking about what I was doing and thinking about what I wanted. So there we go. There's the third phase of your life, reflecting and learning because you're going to learn about yourself. You're going to reflect on your actions. You may make some people happy. You may not make some people happy. That's a-okay. That's that's none of their business. That's none of their business, sweetheart. Don't worry about it. Last season is supporting others. Supporting others. Have you ever felt like everyone else around you was doing phenomenal? Like, wow, they have this house. They have this relationship. They have this job. They have two piece matching sets for every single occasion and you don't have that those are the moments where you want to clap for the people around you right because when the roles reverse or not even reverse but when it's your turn to have your matching two-piece set and you have the fabulous car and job you want and you have that man or woman or woman I understand or woman 
You are going to want people to support you and clap for you. You're going to want that. That doing this, doing this, what's the purpose of this? Doing this one, it makes the people around you happy. Having people recognize your accomplishments in your hard work is going to release dopamine. We all know what dopamine do, does. So release it in them. Release it in them. It, I'm sure it'll release in you too because it feels good. This is also helping you grow and maintain your village, which is absolutely necessary for survival. Humans cannot survive without other human connections, without a village to support you, without a group of friends, without your family network. You need people around you to survive. I have an article linked on the blog for this one in case you need some more insight. Okay. Now, some of you are thinking, nobody claps for me. Why should I clap for them? I felt that way before. I hear you. I heard you. I heard you at this moment that I'm recording it before you even thought it when you're listening to this a couple weeks later. Hey, you don't want other people to block your blessings. And I came to this realization like, yeah, nobody's clapping for me. But I'm going to still send that congratulations text to them because congratulations to them. That doesn't stop my shine. That doesn't stop anything that I have going on for me to tell them congratulations. I'm going to support them. I'm going to give them the hand clapping that they need. Okay. Don't let, don't let other people's little sourness stop you. You keep, you keep being a sweetie pop. Now, what does supporting other people mean? Because I, 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 I am a social media girl, right? Like I, I'm all on the social media networks and I see so many videos about like girls talking about how, well, not just girls, but of course I have girls on my timeline cause that's what my algorithm is set for. But girls just talk about how their friends don't buy things from them. Like they have businesses or their friends wanting discounts, etc. Um, and that's not supporting your friend. If your friend has a business and you ask for a discount, or if your friend is pursuing something and you in a way discredit her skill or her product by asking for a discount, that's not supporting her at all. Now, in terms of actually buying things, I don't feel like you have to buy things from your friends' businesses to support them because you may not want it. Like, why would I buy something that I don't want? It's a great idea, but you may not want it. It may not align with who you are, and that's a-okay, right? Um, reposting your friends, yeah, that's supporting them as well. So... You want that from others, but you don't do it. Yeah, you got to do it, right? Some other examples of supporting friends, I would think of like if a friend was starting a diet, they're trying to, you know, do something. Congratulate them, let them know that you notice and, you know, encourage them to stay on track. That's supporting your friend. So I think... You know, the reason I went into like the, the buying thing, because I think when people hear support your friends, they think of buying things, or at least that's where my brain went immediately because I just have TikToks ingrained in my head of 
support your friends. My friends don't support me. Well, there are other ways to support your friends, right? Like even in, in terms of the business, like send them positive energy and support their idea, like validate their ideas. Like, yeah, that does sound like a good idea. Or if you don't agree with it, like I feel like that's also a little sticky because you kind of invalidate their idea by saying you don't agree with it or you think it could be better. So tread lightly with that one or listening to a friend vent. This one, this one, this one right here gets me listening to a friend vent. I don't know when it became quote unquote emotional labor to listen to a friend vent and nobody wants to do that anymore. Like nobody, everybody wants to vent to their therapist, I guess, or not vent at all. But one thing about me, if you my friend, I'm a vent. I'm a vent. And if you my friend, you gonna vent. We gonna vent together. And I don't care on the phone, in person, over Zoom, over coffee, over wine, over noodles. I don't care. We gonna vent. Like, why would you want, why? And, and, and I still, I still stand by this. If you were in a sexual relationship with a man and that man did not vent to you or you did not vent to that man, you would not have an emotional connection with them. Don't reserve all the emotional intimacy for your romantic relationships. That's stupid. You got a friend right now. Like some of y'all, half of y'all waiting on a man to come around just so you can spill all your deepest, darkest secrets. And you have a friend group right there you could talk to. Bye, girl. I will um, come back. So there we have it. The four seasons of life. So here are the four seasons again that all baddies are going to go through. Supporting others reflecting and learning, enjoying the fruits of your labor and productivity. I do believe that these are cyclical and not cyclical as in the sense that they happen one after the other in the order I named it, but cyclical in the, in the matter that they are going to happen multiple times. So maybe that is the wrong word. So they're going to happen multiple times in your lives. I think that they can last for days, months, even years, even years. A season can last for a while, right? And you, I think it's the most important part is to realize what season you are in and take advantage of that because every place in life is a place for learning. You don't do anything in life without a lesson, Right, You can always look back and use that experience that you went through to help you through a current experience that you are going through. So with that, I will be gone and out of your hair. But before I go, I just wanted to remind you, please subscribe to this podcast. If this is your first time listening and you enjoyed it, give me a subscribe. Give me a subscribe, sis. Um, If you've been listening you've never had the chance to rate or review the podcast, please do that as well. So you can rate it on Spotify. You can give me a little star or on Apple. You give me a star, leave a nice little review. I would really appreciate that as well because we want me to blow up, right? I know y'all want to keep me for yourselves, but please help me blow up and do the right thing. Um, Follow me on social media. BBLs are coming back, better baddie lessons. So come and get your BBL every week with me. 
You can look at past BBLs as well. They're lit. They're linked in the show notes as well. Follow me on social media. And I think that is it for me. And I will be out of your hair until next week. Bye, baddie.